Welcome, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hello. And Zach Rowland. Hi. And today we're talking about Season 6, Episode 2, Once Upon a Time. On this episode, Deb dodges a proposal and lands a promotion. Brother Sam is most deaf, the worst new character in a long time. Travis goes and makes Edward James almost burn his arm off so he can eat ice cream with Molly Parker. And a guy randomly confesses to Dexter so we can get him a kill. What did you guys think of this episode overall? Uh, can we get through season six? Can we just skip it? <laughs> Do you need medication, Brooke? I might to get through this. This is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. Uh, <laughs> Somebody else take this one. <laughs> I took the last one. Zach. <laughs> he probably oh, loved it, was, it. Zach thought it was I thought great. it was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I was like, yeah. I, I was down with most deaf, and I was like, okay, cool. This is like his new Lumen or like new, um, what's uh, what's the, bit, uh, the guy from the third season? Oh. Miguel. Miguel. It's like his new Miguel. He's like, they're teaming up their buddies. They're going to have like a tag team of like Edward James Olmos and Colin Hanks versus Mos Def and, and, and Michael C. Hall. I thought the showdown oh, was going to ha- I'm like, I'm into it. I got this whole season written in my head and it's awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Optimism is inspiring. That sounds great, Zach. Uh, <laughs> I hope I hope that works out for you. I really do. We'll circle back to this episode. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, there's a montage of Dexter ritually getting Harrison ready for bed. Dexter tells Harrison a quote bedtime story version of how he killed little Chino, saying that Daddy would hide the body in a place no one could find. Harrison says Daddy's box. This concerns Dexter. Which makes no sense. The kid's not going to say Daddy's box on his own. He's not going to come up with that unless da- Dexter had been saying to him, this is Daddy's box. A kid that age, he's not just going to be like, Daddy's box, and make that connection. Yes, that's a little thing to be annoyed by, but... <laughs> I mean, it made no sense to me well, at all. If we're if we're going by Harrison time jumps, he's like 14 now. So... <laughs> <laughs> And I think Daddy's box is supposed to mean something completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Silly blowjob girl. <laughs> oh, God. That's right. Yeah. No. No thanks. Oh, um, Ever James Almost and Colin Hanks are carrying supplies <laughs> into a building. Colin Hanks gets into an argument after telling Ever James Almost he will be late the next day. We learn that Colin Hanks' character is called Travis. While they're spilling, uh, while they're loading spills out and turns out to be mannequins. Quinn goes Martha Stewart and makes a big full breakfast for Deb. Quinn tries to propose, but Deb shuts him down. They haven't discussed getting married before, and Deb needs time and space, trademark. She takes this to Dexter, who tries to casually shoot it down because Quinn is trouble for him. I actually do like these scenes with Deb. Yeah, this is my favorite version of Deb here. I like this Deb. Yeah, I think Deb's definitely getting her due. But I also think this is like sort of uncharacteristic of Quinn. Like he keeps losing more and more of who he is as the seasons go. So I'm just like, I mean, I get that like love can change a person's perspective, but I don't know. It seems weird for Quinn. Oddly, Quinn, I think, improves over time. I think he becomes a better person. His character becomes a better person. For sure. And so like... 
this is just another maturation of that character that he's actually wanting to settle down with Deb. Um, the fact that they've been together this whole last year and they've never like had a conversation about anything seems out of character for both of them, but there you go. And I do agree. He is very flat so far this season. Quinn is very flat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you must be getting a big delay because I said that a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. We must be delayed. Brooke has gone into like Uh-oh. drunken stupor mode. Yeah. Say, I said that a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> We're <laughs> so, on satellite delay. <laughs> great. Just I, gets I got better. into the next line and you interrupted me with that, and I was like, "Really? <laughs> Flat, eh? Okay, I had, thanks." I had to. Re- uh, <laughs> I had to think about it for a long time. <laughs> He was flat. I was like, wow, right, Dale really uh, doesn't want me to talk. <laughs> shut shut. Uh, <laughs> Masuka is showing a video of Deb taking out the shooter in the last episode. It turns out the guy was mad that he was fired as a server. Angel, Angel literally says, with the shooter behind us, like, that's done, and moves back into the fruit vendor with the seven snakes. Solved it. Check. Yeah. <laughs> Paramedics from last episode, done. <laughs> People die in Miami. Most Def shows up as Brother Sam. Everybody hates him because he's an ex-con and works with ex-cons. Dexter apparently knows him to be a killer. Most confusing. Uh, Captain Matthews is watching Deb's video. LaGuerta comes in to ask about Angel's promotion. He nods and smiles until she leaves. Then he goes back to watching Deb. I think he's always had a thing for Deb. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it weird, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it weird. We already had to deal with Deb and Lundy. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that would have been great if she'd have hooked up with Matthews. Oh, Matthews. Quinn would have been pissed. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Zach doesn't know what's coming. I got a whole plot written out of my head. We're going forward. Maybe it happens. You don't know. <laughs> um... Angel is questioning Brother Sam in a new interrogation room. Dexter is watching. Apparently, he was going to kill Sam before the police arrested and convicted him on drug charges. Um, Not that the police have stopped him before, but uh, Angel isn't impressed with Brother Sam vouching for an ex-con. The last ex-con he vouched for killed a girl. Brother Sam says, all I know is this. Omar did not have this coming. Matthews calls Morgan into the lieutenant's office. (laughs) He's decided to promote her instead of Angel. Deb is happy for a second, and then, what the fuck is going on today? That's what she says. Dexter is researching Brother Sam. Harrison wants Dexter to put a toy in Daddy's box. Deb arrives to talk about the promotion and drink beer. Deb talks about how even after Harry's death, she still needs his approval. She doesn't know who to look to as a role model, and she decides she does not want to be lieutenant she screens a call from Quinn she's forgotten why he might be calling oh yeah no big deal just like you know looking for an answer maybe she just he just wants to know what she wants for dinner Danny kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet um. <laughs> <laughs> they're just hanging out out there hello <laughs> Um, Travis sneaks into a house. Molly Parker is inside. It turns out she's his sister and he's being a creep. She tries to get him to stay for ice cream. He hints that the end of the world may be at hand, but he agrees to stay longer. 
I'll, I want to say real quick in this moment, I felt like he was like a young Mr. Rogers type. Like, like not that he, not Mr. Mr. Rogers isn't creepy, but like if Mr. Rogers was creepy, he was dressed like Mr. Rogers and he creeped in on this woman. And I was like, oh, that's not nice. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. So I guess it's good that his dad's playing Mr. Rogers in the in the Mr. Rogers movie because it makes sense now. Oh, Tom because Hanks of just this plays role. everyone. Yeah. Um, I didn't know anything about Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. That's oh, unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I've seen photos. When <laughs> I just exp- I, I I just hear him using like his Forrest Gump voice for it. I'm like, no, please, God. No. <laughs> yeah, we'll see a preview pretty soon. Neighbors are like a box of chocolates. Um, Dexter damages his car on purpose as a reason to go to Brother Sam's auto body shop. Brother Sam gives him an estimate. He tells Dexter he killed a man and got away, and for that he deserves to pay. The darkness inside him is still there, but he's fighting with the Holy Ghost. Or he's fighting it with the Holy Ghost. Uh, Dexter leaves his car there and, I guess, walks home. (laughs) Yeah, that's... It's just another one of those things in the show where they don't, they're like, ah, uh, cut to the next scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Masuka is training his new hot intern. Angel catches him checking out her very much intentionally displayed ass. Deb offers to take Angel for coffee. Quinn comes to Dexter for helps. He says he doesn't want Deb to choose, or to have to choose between Dexter and Quinn. Dexter says she won't because she'll always choose Dexter. Mic drop. You know yeah. the the scene with the hot intern. I, like Angel, as pervy as he gets this season, is trying to give Masuka tips on not being pervy. What's happening? What's happening this season? Well, they both like just take a beat going, <laughs> just like their heads going to the side. Like I've never seen a butt before. <laughs> Um, on the uh, but she is like things. obviously flaunting it, like yeah. I mean, I thought she was just trying to show him her boots. Like she was, she wore some <laughs> nice boots to work. I thought she was just trying to show off those boots. She's like swinging oh, the she yeah she's swinging that office chair back and forth and like wagging her butt. It's like isn't that <laughs> how you show off boots? <laughs> it's like the the porky <clears throat> sense of humor is going to run through the thread of this season. It's just like yeah. we're back in the bad comedies from the late seventies, early eighties. Just a common thread throughout. Yeah. Do we need to, Do we need to add a new uh, category of what was the silly blowjob of this episode? <laughs> Maybe this is the silly blowjob of the episode. <laughs> there are a lot of uh, silly blowjobs coming up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like it's like a whole jungle of season. Zach, sorry. <laughs> I'm okay with the figurative silly blowjob. Deb tries to tell Angel about getting promoted ahead of him. She asks for his blessing. He gives it to her and says it's about time a real cop had that job. Aguerta comes to Angel to tell him that she just found out. She tells him she'll fix it, but Angel backs Deb. He also says, how come Matthews hates you, but I'm always the one paying the price? I wrote, make up your mind, dog. Do you want the job or not? 
Dexter, in a remarkably similar card, the one that's in the shop, follows Brother Sam and witnesses him go to a house, shoot someone, and then drive them off in the trunk. Dexter has to make sure Brother Sam shot the man. He goes to M99 him, but a dog chases him down. Brother Sam lets him in to get his clicker. Turns out the guy in the trunk was knocked out and that he fired the shot. Brother Sam was just doing some tough lug. It was, it was such a interesting scene. It's just like those moments where you're like, in any fashion was this real life? Like, <laughs> no way would he just be like, yeah, man, come on in. Check it out. You know, like, it's just like, like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, just such a, uh, it's so, so awkward, but I guess, you know, they're going to move forward. Oh, this is so. the duality of Brother Sam. They're trying to show you that um, he doesn't meet Dexter's criteria necessarily because he's open about the fact that he got away with murder. He's open about the fact that he just kidnapped this guy. It's like he's he's doing really bizarre things, but they're the correct things to do to get Dexter to trust him. Um mm so that Dexter can start having his spiritual journey with him. Oh. Unspiritual journey. Old Brother Sam. That's most definitely going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Bro Sam. Bro Sam. <laughs> For another couple of episodes until he just becomes most. So. Um, a car full of thugs show up. They want to take the guy Brother Sam took back. Brother Sam starts talking Bible shit to the thugs. In the shots of Brother Sam, the gun is at his chest and reverse, it's at his head. Dexter tells the thug not to shoot. Dexter shows him his Miami Metro lanyard and says the whole force will be after them if anyone gets shot. The thug confesses to killing Hector Nunez. After they leave, Brother Sam says Dexter doesn't fight like a lab geek and then goes into nonstop works in mysterious ways cliches. Um, is everybody excited about this season so far? <laughs> <laughs> getting good, yeah, he getting it, good. He, re- he took him to church, man. He took him to church. He did, he did. Um, I just... After he said he worked with the police, the guy just says, Hey, you remember that guy that no one's ever, no one's seen? Never found a body. That was me. I mean, that's really the only way Miami Metro finds people, is they just confess randomly. Uh, Travis shows up a day late to meet Edward James Almost, so Edward James Almost burns himself with a hot iron to suffer for Travis's sins. Travis cries and promises to show Edward James Almost he is worthy. The quality cry from Colin Hanks. Yeah. Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. He's mostly crying about the smell. Yeah. Like, dude, get that arm away from me. Uh, I figured, too, they would when they pulled the thing away that there would be, like, some skin attached, you know? Like, it'd be like... Like if that it actually the- happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They've never been really on top of making that stuff look real. Yeah. They, lo- they blew their budget on those snakes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good choice there. Deb gets home to Quinn with a heart made of Chinese food. Deb just wants to keep things the way they are, but Quinn wants more. Quinn gets pissed and tells her to pack her shit. He leaves and Deb says, oh, and I'm now your boss. So. Starting that off with a trip to HR. Got that, uh, got that all resolved. 
that they're not dating anymore. Uh, Harry shows up to tell Dexter that Brother Sam is a good shepherd after all. Dexter is going after the thug who confessed for no reason in front of him. <laughs> Jamie complains about Deb, who is now crashing at Dexter's for being a slob. I mean, who doesn't wash out, rinse out their bowl? Dexter gets a shirt, and Deb is in her dress uniform for promotion time. They have a Mobius strip conversation about belief before Deb decides what to do is to make Dexter proud of her. I think it's funny that he's just yeah running around his apartment without a shirt on. I then I was then I thought for a second I was like, but like that's crazy like for him to be okay to do that. But like Jamie couldn't do that. He probably wouldn't stop her. But <laughs> you know she's not gonna be running around the apartment with no shirt on. Just you know double standards. That's all. We can dream. Just <laughs> <laughs> she just took a quick dip. No big deal. Yeah, Angel was there. He loves it when she yeah. takes a quick dip. Oh, yeah, quick dip. <laughs> so, Masuka has dissected the baby snakes. He's learned only that they're wild, but the intern did a surprise toxicology report on them, and she found heavy metals that means that the mother was likely in a toxic environment. She catches Masuka ogling her again, and he asks her not to sue. She says, you'd like to watch? Good to know. I note here is she fine, but she cray-cray. <laughs> yeah, she knows what she's doing. Yes. LaGuardia storms into Matthew's office, seemingly days late for this conversation, to tell him off for promoting Deb behind her back. Matthews assigns LaGuardia her first official, official task as captain, which is promoting Deb. Masuka and intern Tits McGee tell Angel that the snake likely came from a toxic <laughs> site in the Everglades. Quinn bitches at Dexter about Deb. LaGuardia promotes Deb, the youngest lieutenant in Miami Metro history. I can't believe Tits McGee is still a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a thing forever. I was like, that. I feel like that's something from high school. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) Dexter has the thug in a dentist chair. He threatens Dexter that his boys will fuck him up. Dexter slices his throat with a straight razor. Astra's birthday party plays as Dexter goes back to his bubble bath routine with Harrison. Dexter gives Harrison a box similar to his slide box with Harrison's toy in it. Dexter reads Harrison a pop-up of the three little pigs instead of his true monster story. During the montage, Travis attacks a man on a jogging path and takes him to Edward James Olmos. I want to jump back real quick and say that I am excited to see Deb as lieutenant. I think that's an interesting plot choice lieutenant to make. <laughs> lieutenant Deb. <laughs> so, no, I mean, you know, it gives her more room to grow and we'll see and she'll definitely make mistakes. I have this thing whole, I have the whole thing plotted out <laughs> in my mind of where she's going to go, you know, mistakes and tough choices and things like that and, I mean, Deb's great, you know. So Highlight the word gonna... mistakes. Okay. But not even <laughs> we'll necessarily about Deb because mistakes will be made this season. Sure. Sure. Heads, will, heads will roll. Mistakes will be made. This is the mistakes and snake season. Mm. Just how I like them. <laughs> You've come to the right place. So, to go full circle on this episode, it starts off with Dexter being uh, concerned about Harrison taking an interest in his little box of slides. So, he gets him a box similar to that one. 
so that he can be like, oh, we have the same thing. Let me go open this one over here, too. I also thought that Daddy's box referred to the, like, uh, that giant chest that he has. With the hidden drawer? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to the box of slides. Like, why is he taking the box of slides out in front of Harrison enough for him to know to call it Daddy's box or... Like, does Harrison know that there's something in the air conditioner? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, like Brooke said, it doesn't make any sense because the the kid would have to have been shown it and repeated to it, and like, yeah, there's just like no possible way that he would have just been like randomly the way he says like die die and you know other stuff that a kid like just would <laughs> yeah. not say. No, you know? he wouldn't make that connection. It, it it's, no so the, it's all that luminol he inhaled. Well, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's all there is to say. (laughs) There's so much just acquiescence in this podcast right now. Like, whatever. Fucking whatever. (laughs) Um, This was directed by S.J. Clarkson. Uh, She directed three episodes, including Hello, Dexter Morgan from season four, this one, and the upcoming season six, episode five. Um, she went on to work on Ugly Betty and the UK series Mistresses. And this was written by Tim Schlattman, um, very long-time writer of the show. Wrote two episodes for all eight seasons, except one for episode five. Uh, what was your best line of the episode? Uh, <laughs> there, there was so little. Um, I went with Dexter telling Quinn that the pancakes weren't bad. <laughs> that is desperate. There was not much. <laughs> That's the best you could do. <laughs> uh, I'm with uh, Deb when she walks in. Everybody's cheering, and she goes, "Yeah, I'm a hero. Fuck you very much." <laughs> I also had a deadline. Poor Masuka. I'd be that little fuck's boss. <laughs> nice. Uh, how about the worst line of the episode? Anything Masuka says about or to the intern. I, see, I think he actually was, like, reining it in for the most part. Not for Brooke. No, She's always I Masuka. mean, it was Masuka. He exists. I mean, when everything yes. is so badly written in an episode, it's really hard to pick something because nothing was good. Yeah. I I really, really hated the, the fairy tale monologue at the end of the episode. The... <laughs> The Three Little the Pigs reading? Uh, well, <laughs> the, the voiceover he does when he's talking about yeah. it. Uh, it's, I, I can look up the entire thing, but it's Please so, don't. it's really long. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear it again. It's okay. Uh, I just went with a pretty... <laughs> yeah, I went with a pretty just out there line when LaGuardia's talking about Deb, and she says, she's barely out of diapers. <laughs> it's like such a stupid <laughs> line. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, how about performance of the episode? <laughs> um, okay, fine. Before that, how about the silly blowjob performance of the episode? For the silliest performance. Oh, intern girl. Brie Grant. Yeah, Tits McGee. Yeah. Tits McGee. Brie Grant. Well, that's the, that's the name of the actress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know the actress's name. She was on Heroes after this. Yeah, I was trying to think, because I... I know what Jamie's real name is too, and I, but I couldn't come. Amy Garcia yeah. is her name. She's been on other stuff as well. 
Yeah. I went with the for real, real best performance, Jennifer Carpenter yeah. all the way. Yeah, I seconded. That's really the only option. <laughs> you mean what else were uh, we gonna pick? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Matthews, Colin Hanks. <laughs> Never that anybody Colin picks Hanks. him this season, I quit. Oh boy, liar! He's got to get one episode, man. <laughs> He's. I'll, I'll not give him that one. Good. You will too. You probably will enjoy his work this Three. season, just because you're the positive one. Edward James yeah. will not get one. He'll almost get one, but but not quite. And on that, uh, thank you, everybody, for recording. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter.